Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters, welcome to another episode of the Ark of Thoughts podcast. Today's episode we're discussing about the topic of are we British? What does it mean for us who have our heritage within the subcontinent and who are primarily Muslim? And I want to reiterate this point that when we're talking about our identity, first and foremost, our identity, we classify ourselves as Muslims. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only thing that we are or that's the only thing that we identify as. Um, there are other identities that a person can hold as well. Um, we know very well, uh, if we look around the world, um, you get people that are dual nationals. I think even like you can get triple nationals, I think, potentially as well. Um, I'm dual national. <laughs> got a dual national right here then. Um, so our identity is a, is a, is a complex thing. Um, and what we want to talk about today is whilst many of us are second generation, maybe even third generation, um, where our families have moved from the subcontinent or not just the subcontinent, but from the Arab lands or from, from any other country, do we categorize ourselves as British? What does that mean? Um, how does that impact our lifestyle? What does that mean about our values as well? Are we, are we throwing away the values that we hold dear um, and, and taking on a new set of values? So these are some of the things that, you know, that we want to talk about. Um, like we mentioned already, we're Muslims primarily, Kasim. Um, that's our identity first and foremost. But we're talking more um, in terms of like a geographical concept about where we live um, and the sort of impacts that we have in the society that's around us. We're not talking about here about being patriotic. Okay. Um, that's a complete different sort of angle. And... I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, Kasim, but do you see Britain as a patriotic country? Um, I know that you have like obviously the far right um, in terms of like political ideologies. Um, you also have um, racist groups as well, yeah. racist political groups as well. Um, but do you see Britain to be like a heavily patriotic society, something similar to maybe like America? I don't see Britain to be patriotic uh, on the whole. But there are, how do you say, uh, parts of society which do hold on to being British or being from this country. Uh, and more than being British, I'd say it's more being Anglo-Saxon. More of this concept of uh, maybe being white with blue eyes uh, or green eyes or blonde hair. Mm -hmm. They hold on more, more than that because even a person who's born here, he has a bit of a, how do you say, darker, a darker complexion in, in his, on his skin. Mm -hmm. He's not considered British even though he may be British and he may be born here. So I think, as you said, it comes more like from racist sort of thoughts and ideas mm -hmm. uh, where people hold on to the value of if you're white, you're better than somebody else. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that really represents the British people. Yeah, <clears throat> um, I agree. Like on the whole, these kind of like far right ideological groups um, are minorities yeah. and they, they aren't a representative of the whole. Um, and... The way that I see it, uh, I see Britain as like a, essentially a multicultural melting pot. And a lot of that is due to colonialism. Yeah. Like, um, we can't deny that. And whilst colonialism looted and polluted many, many countries around the world and left huge, huge stains on many countries around the world, um, we know about like the atrocities and the crimes that were committed um, where food was held back, people were left hungry. Um, people were looted, people were killed, um, hung. The crimes are many. Um, but at the same time, 
that was a generation of people at that particular time. We're now living in 21st century Britain. Essentially, when we're talking about our identity, we're not talking about absorbing other people's thoughts or other people's values or other yeah. people's ideas. More we're talking about what do we offer to the society that's around us. Um, and I think that's that's the sort of line that we're trying to take here, isn't it? Yeah, today's episode. Um, yeah, about the lack of some people who who maybe don't consider themselves to be British and therefore don't contribute to society in a positive way, um, or because they don't consider themselves to be British, they hold back providing benefit to society. Yes. Um, because it's basically they they have a mentality of it's us versus them. Um, and I think the I think what it is we just want to discuss that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we just want to talk about that. Um, so I don't know, like, what's what's your initial views? Them two points I've just talked about now, like, what what are your initial views on that? Um, I think this comes from maybe a lot of aspects of society, but there are many people who do live in Britain uh, who do this, who do have this idea that maybe because their roots are from a different place, they don't identify themselves as British and because mm-hmm. they don't ident- identify themselves as British they don't have this sort of how do you say this uh, this feeling that they they need to contribute to society mm-hmm. I will identify as British mm-hmm. and my role as being a British person or being a British citizen is to give benefit to the society and the community I'm living in mm-hmm. and this can be the same for a person who's born in Britain his entire heritage is British but if he doesn't offer anything good to society, to his community, mm-hmm. he doesn't give any benefit, then I don't regard that person as British because he's doing nothing for his country. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of being in the country was for its betterment and for its growth and for its prosperity. Yeah, yeah. That's where I view things. I think that's the thing. I think like every every nation or every group of people on earth should know that there are flaws within them. Yeah. Um, because that's part of being human. Um, and essentially like... I think the way that we see it is we as young British Muslims we have something that we want to give back to society we have something that we want to leave behind yeah. um, within our within our society and to contribute towards it towards a betterment like um, we're not just talking in terms of like infrastructure so being involved in terms of like the education system um, or being being involved in in other means of contributing towards a society in terms of like with our skills and with what we have um but at the same time like you know in on the grassroots level educating people to to contribute towards what's going to be better for them not just in this generation but in future generations yeah. as well um and i think that, that that's what we're trying to say like you know some of the values that we hold dear kasim not are not necessarily british values um or rather not necessarily practice within British society yes. um, so what what we're trying to say is when you identify yourself as British when you say that you know I am not it's not us against them it's not they're one group of people and I'm a separate group of people and the people are like me we're just going to stick to ourselves and we're going to do whatever we want to do um, no the the point is what we're trying to say is you know we sort of come together and what we have that's good within us we contribute that um, to make the people around us um, have, inshallah, better values, better way of life, yeah. um, better understanding of the outlook of life as well. Um, and I think that that's what we're trying to say. And I think 
the the flip side is looking at it on the other side as well is like what have we taken by being in this country by being british yes um not necessarily just we as in me and you but like our society what have we gained by be living as muslims inside in in the west or living yes. living in britain um and there's a huge amount you know um obviously we know that a lot of the early generation of muslims when they came to this country whether they came from africa whether they came from from uh, the subcontinent whether they came from wherever in the world their main game was like materialistic so to speak economic benefit yeah like economic, economic benefit economic opportunity was here in the west yeah yeah um whereas their idea or their understanding was once they reaped the rewards in terms of wealth or whatever it was their idea was to go back home um and i think like if you look at that early generation and what tend to, tended to happen is quite slow in terms of like setting up infrastructure or things like that um because there was always that mentality of we're going back home yeah they didn't have um, this option they didn't have this idea of staying here yeah and i think there's a different mentality between wanting to stay here and wanting to um want to return home because when you want to return home talking homelands um you don't set up things because you don't feel that there is a need to invest in in such things like for example like just masjids madrasas um for teaching kids um or even masajid to to pray in these were things that weren't really common in the in the in the early generation um but i think so that mentality still exists up until this day um whilst there are people who have been born and bred in this country and they have never lived within their homelands their respective homelands they still have this idea that we don't want to contribute to society yeah um whether that be with our wealth or whether that be with our skills um whilst they've reaped the rewards of being within the country like for example um we take things for granted that we have here um for example so, such as like education system yeah um it's unfortunate that there are many many kids around the world that don't have access to education um because it's it's just not available or um they have to pay for their education and unfortunately they don't have the means to do so and we on the other hand we have the the polar opposite we have people who don't have um any passion or understanding that i'm being educated for free here yeah. um and i'm getting a free education now what does all this mean for us now kasim um we should be contributing i think that's what we're trying to say here yeah. um but how do you how do you change like the person mentality if they they live here they spent a large amount of their time here yeah. and you know they have no tangible um they have no tangible aims or they're not setting aside any actions of actually going back to their homelands you know they're going to stay here yeah um what do you say about like people like that it's a sad reality that we're all facing uh as you said there are many individuals many people in this country who are here just for the good good things of the country and in most part they don't want to give back um mm-hmm. how do we change a person mentality or perspective i'm not really sure about that to be honest but i would say one thing is if you don't have this uh desire of this sort of idea of staying here then why don't you you know just for a trial run go back to your homeland and see if you really enjoy it there 
and see how attached you really are to the people there and to your values that you hold dearly to, to yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then make a lifestyle change. Either you contribute there positively, you contribute here positively. But my belief is that wherever you are in the world, you should be making a positive contribution to whatever place you're in. That's one fundamental belief that I have. Wherever you are, you should not be making neg- negative impact. Rather, it should be positive in whatever way you can. Find it funny about what you mentioned earlier, actually. Um, but off camera, we talked about we talked a bit about this, and uh, we were talking about that there are people who who have this idea or this understanding that um, I'm not British, whilst they are in Britain, but as soon as they leave Britain or or they leave the British Isles or they leave Europe and they they go to their their homelands, then immediately they pull out the red passport and say, no no no, I'm not Indian, I'm not Pakistani, I'm not Bangladeshi. I've got my red passport. Yeah, I'm British. <laughs> yeah, I'm British. Um, and this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, every person contributes in a different manner. Every person um, assists in terms of in terms of their like society and and how how they help in a in a different manner. But I think the main thing is just getting out of this like head shift or this headspace of it's us against them. Yeah. You know. Um, or it, 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 some people have it too black and white of like it, it's good versus evil or yeah. you know these kind of ideas and this are, I think is quite like a, a childish mentality because this is how like kids think yeah. um, and whilst we're here whilst we're living within the country Kasim like my, my understanding my objective like for example when I speak to to non-Muslim friends or, or people that I know that aren't Muslim it's not necessarily that I want them to become Muslim. I'd love them to become Muslim if they if it was their choice. Okay, um, but we say in in, in Deen we we have no compulsion. We don't um, force Deen on anybody. That's not the way that Islam works. Um, and if somebody chose to become Muslim, Alhamdulillah, you know we're not gonna say we're not gonna say no to them. Um, but I think what what we're trying to say is that what we want to give to our non-Muslim neighbors. Yes. Or what we want to give to our non-Muslim friends is some of the values that we hold dear. What we hold, like for example, the way that our families work, um, and the the helping nature that exists within our families, um, the Islamic values that, and morals that we hold dear. Um, for example, you know, just like honesty and the justice system that we have, and all the other principles that are attached around and with Deen in our dealings with people. Um, socially or in like our in our financial dealings as well um i think you know staying staying away from like cheating and lying um these are the kind of things that you know we want to sort of mash with british society and you know make the changes so that essentially britain becomes a more a positive place yes um if that makes sense it's funny, how I was having a conversation with somebody at work. <coughs> he came to me and he said, he goes, I didn't know you couldn't drink alcohol. Mm. And I said, yeah, as Muslims, we're not allowed to drink alcohol. So he said, why? I said, because uh, according to us, it's something which is forbidden because inside alcohol, there's more actual harm than benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, the Quran doesn't negate that there is a benefit, but it mentions that there's actually more harm. Mm. That's, that's why it's prohibited in Islam. So I said to him, like, for example, in Britain, uh, unfortunately, every year, how many people do do get killed accidentally from drink driving, how many people, you know, unfortunately, we have here cases of assault and rape and these sort of different things. And that's most of these are because somebody's under the influence of alcohol. I said, this is the reason why 
we have this is why us as Muslims we don't drink because we see all the uh, the disadvantages of drinking, mm-hmm. uh, which I really think British society could use. And he said to me, "Goes, I never really looked at it that way, but you do make a fair point." And I said, "Yeah, it's just something for you to just to think about." And like you said, we here as Muslims, and here, I think we have a opportunity to present our Islam to the non-Muslims. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe we have a lot of solutions to their problems. Yeah, uh, I believe we have actually all the solutions to their problems. But as you said, there's no compulsion. We're just here to present to them yeah. what we have, what we hold, what our principles are, what our values are. And if they were, if they want to accept, they can accept. If they don't, they don't. That's up to them. But yeah. we're not here to force anybody. I, I think you've, I think you've summarized that fantastically. Um, the that last sort of one minute, two minutes that you mentioned here, um, that's exactly. Essentially, that, that's what we have to offer. Like you said, it's our belief, as Muslims, that. Islam provides the solutions um, to all the world's problems. Like, you know, and this is the thing, like sometimes living in the West and the way we we take certain things that exist within the West as things that have always existed and will always exist. But you've given like a classic example of alcohol. There's the other example of like interest as well. And, you know, the Islamic finance model is based around no interest. Um, And... Some people like are naive enough to believe that interest is the only way, and it's not. the The Islamic model is perfectly viable, and that's obviously something that we that another thing that we can offer as well. And I think this is a thing like, you know, within Islamic history, when you look at great personalities who offered fantastic things, they didn't limit themselves just to their little community no. of Muslims or just only limit themselves. To their community of the people who who they considered their own, but no, their benefit was for for everybody, yeah. um, and everybody took took benefit from that. And I think that's what we're trying to say. Like, we're not saying lose your values. We're not saying that sell yourself out. Um, we're not saying lose your Islam. No, that's that's primary. We are Muslim first and foremost, and we are proud to be Muslims as well. Um, and the the values and the teachings of Islam, which we we which we adhere to, we believe them to be. The truth. We also believe them to be um, the solutions to our problems, like you mentioned as well. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that we force that on everyone. But we all we want to share, you know. We want to share. Um, and this this is a this is an interesting point that you can only share with those people who you deem to be close to. Yeah. You know, if you believe it's us and them, I'm I'm the good and you're the enemy. Mm. You're not willing to share, yeah. um, and and that's where we and I personally believe that's we should never ever look at a person in that sort of manner of us and them. It's always we, mm-hmm. and like I said, going back to this point of giving benefit to the country that you're in, making a positive change, becoming a means of good in your society is only going to make the the life that you live, your community that you live in, better. You know, and I see, for example, uh, a lot of our counterparts who are living in this country have a lot of problems. Uh, one thing that pains me is that when I see uh, a lot of children grow up in single-parent families, and that's most of the time because uh, maybe the father doesn't want to take responsibility or the mother doesn't want to take responsibility. Now, again, alhamdulillah, in Islam, as Muslims in this country, we live in families. Uh, we support or uh, children are supported until a certain age and they go into their own house and they're not... Uh, how do I say like forced out their house to f- to fend for themselves or to fight mm-hmm. for themselves, making their life very very diffi- di- difficult. Mm-hmm. 
and you see a lot of people especially our our british counterparts they have a lot of problems like this which i think we could you know easily solve their problems you know if 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 we were approachable and we and we, we deem them as our equals because they are our equals we, you know we'll never ever look down upon anybody mm-hmm. you know and the thing is if we, if we look down on people then we can never ever benefit them because we always have this thing of we're superior when in, in in actual fact we're not we're just the same Mm. You know, we were just lucky that Allah gave us Islam, and that that was it. We were just lucky in that sense. We didn't yeah. do anything special. I think, yeah, I think you've mentioned like some really good points here. Um, I just want to wrap up with like a the final a final sort of point that at the same time, like we mentioned, we believe Islam to be the truth. Um, we believe Islam to be the source of salvation, and if somebody by their choice chooses to become Muslim, that's fantastic. And like I said, primarily we, primarily we are Muslim, but at the same time we also uh, classify ourselves as British. We put the tick boxes <laughs> as British, um, and you know there are many people in society who are now choosing Islam. Um, there are many people who are um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, their heritage has always been British. You know yeah. they've grown up. Um, within british own only british communities where there's not been any muslims or um where maybe islam has been talked about in a negative manner and they are now choosing islam um there's some like classic cases um i think there's in in the netherlands there was that particular individual who i can't remember his name um who was a far-right political activist uh who's now become muslim um and very recently i think sheikh abdul hakim murad from um cambridge he's there's a famous clip that's going around um on social media um where he's mentioned that there's like a a senior cabinet minister a senior advisor of a cabinet minister in parliament is actually an undercover muslim um now i'm fairly sure the Tory party are probably trying to figure out who this person is <laughs> <laughs> but i don't doubt that that's not the only individual i i'll bet my bottom dollar that there's more uh, that exist um and unfortunately, with the roles that they have in their society, it might mean that they aren't as open about their Islam. Um, and we know people who are like that. Um, but they still have their part to play as well, yeah. you know, um, in terms of bettering society. And that's that's what their, their objectives are as well. Um, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a strange situation, um, but... Like I said, like it's not all doom and gloom, um, and that I think that's the whole uh, sort of one of the ideas of this podcast and and what what we want from our listeners is people who like you know stand up and take action, who have good values, uh, who are true to themselves, who are confident about their religion, about Islam, um, confident in their own skills and their own abilities, and become people who contribute uh, towards wider society um, and show a good image of Islam essentially. Yeah. Um, that's that's essentially what we're looking at. Um, anything else that you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, you mentioned earlier in the podcast uh, just opportunities that we have in the West, mm-hmm. especially in Britain, alhamdulillah. Uh, we have many things here which are not accessible to other people in the world. And especially being a Muslim, first and foremost, we identify as Muslims. Uh, is that we have, if we have these opportunities which are in front of us and we have no, how do you say, bodies in front of us, then we should be making the best of these opportunities. And not only give a benefit to ourselves in Britain, but if we can make an, uh, a positive effect to the rest of the world, then we should be doing that as well. Mm-hmm. Whatever capabilities that we have, whatever 
opportunities that we have, but go for them, use them, and utilize them. Mm-hmm. And another thing I want to talk about being about being, being British for us being British or for me being British is uh, if you are educated, you can speak the language, you understand the society in, then you're British. And now I'll say this, I might get some stick for it. But there are Brit- people who are British who are born in this country that are is British, but they're not, they're not British because they don't offer anything to society, they're not educated, they just, they don't provide any goodness to the country. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't see them as British. I see the person who's working for his society, working for his community, making a positive change, you know, being a good role model, I see that person as being British as long as he's benefiting the country that he's in. Yeah. And whichever country that you go to, one day you may move, you may become a citizen of that country and better that country, but wherever you are, you'll identify as... That because that's just how geographical street that we're in. That we're in. Mm. I think, like, to end with, the the alternative question is to ask ourselves is, are we Muslim then? Yeah. You know, um, we've talked about, are we British? And we've talked about that aspect. Um, and talking about, like, contributing to society, um, helping society, wanting its betterment, being a well-wisher, etc., uh, etc. Et so the question that we all have to ask ourselves now is, okay, we've talked about it in terms of, like, a nationality like we said we don't we're not talking about being patriotic and screaming from the rooftop saying i'm british and i don't want you to get like your st george's flag out and you know fly it around and you know um go a bit gung-ho and a bit crazy that's not that's not what we're advocating for um but the question we all have to ask ourselves now is um are we muslim then you know um are we contributing towards islam in a in a beneficial manner um are we fulfilling the the orders of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um these are all things that, you know, the internal questions more. We are, at the end of the day, you know, our friends, our community, as long as we proclaim to be Muslims outwardly, then they are going to call us Muslims. But at the end of the day, we know the state of ourselves. We know what's inside of our hearts. We know what our actions are, are showing. Um, and that's a question that we all need to ask ourselves as well. Um, requires a bit of thought, um, as do all things. I'm sure that we've not covered everything in, in this particular podcast as well. Um, something slightly different, I think, yeah. in, in terms of like a topic area. And it's just something that we wanted to talk about um, and discuss. Might have got a few things wrong as well, to be honest. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, all of these things, like calling yourself British, sometimes it might be a bit of a, a difficult title, especially because of the connotations of, of uh, nationalism, of... Um, people who are patriotic and also like things to do with imperialism and and like the the british empire and it can be difficult and i completely understand where especially like the elder generation when when they tell the stories about what has happened within like our own families our own people um it's difficult i completely understand that you know um but at the end of the day we're here we're living in this country now here is where we are at least i'm talking to those who from our audience are British. Um, I think there's about 20% who, who might not be British, but essentially to substitute the word British to whichever country that you're based in, um, it's difficult sometimes, I know it is, because of sometimes the way the media works, the way that we are being portrayed as Muslims, um, it's not easy. But just remember, I think the main thing to remember here is the majority are not like that. You know, the majority of people are not like that. They are very welcoming, yeah. friendly people who want to see us positively contribute in society. Sometimes they might say it wrong or sometimes their actions might be wrong. But inshallah, if we show ourselves in a good light, um, it's only going to work to our betterment. Um, inshallah, please do hit the like button. Do subscribe to follow our journey. Um, and inshallah, we'll see you in the next episode. 
in which we are talking about productive Muslims. Oh, yeah. um, and some like tips and tricks maybe about being productive. Um, I think we might touch a bit upon like procrastination as well, casting. Yeah. Um, I'm a bad procrastinator. I'm, I am going to admit. Um, so am I. Yeah. Sometimes. I think we'll get that we'll get into that in the next episode. <laughs> um inshallah see you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.